Hello, everyone. Welcome to the world of entertainment, where we talk about all things that make the entertainment business so entertaining. I am your host, Tony Guardado from KP Radio, welcoming all listeners who are interested in any of these remarkable positions that make that brings people entertainment. For this episode, I would like to welcome here a newly voiceover artist, Brock Mills. Brock, thank you so much for being here with us today. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, before we get started, uh, is there any voiceover artist that impresses you at the moment right now? Hmm. Oh, there's a there's a lot of really cool ones out there. Uh, I mean, a lot of really uh, good, um, you know, professionals like uh, Sean Shiplock or uh, uh, my mind is going blank at the worst time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean Shiplock or uh, or Michael J. Tatum or, you know, a bunch of other, you know, phenomenal voice actors out there. Yeah, there's so many. They're strong. I mean, she's incredible. Oh, yeah. I was I was surprised to actually find out that she actually voiced the bully from that that one show with the orphanage, the imaginary friends orphanage. The old she voiced Network. the bully. Yeah, the brother, big brother. Oh wow, I did not know that actually. Yeah, oh my god, surprising, gosh. really surprising. But yeah, so many. Even Troy Baker, you know Troy Baker. Oh yeah. Yeah, he. I I was surprised he did Joel. Actually, from the last, oh, yeah, of this, yeah, there's so many incredible artists up there. Okay, first question So, why did you want to take this route in entertainment? Why this profession out of all the positions? Why this one? Well, uh, growing up as a kid, yeah, you, know, you know, I watched cartoons and, and played video games and whatnot, and I've always had some sort of fascination with the entertainment business. and. Uh, I didn't really get in like the idea of being a voice actor never really popped up in my brain until like I'd say late in high school uh, because I, to be honest, I don't really remember fully, but like just listening to, you know, all the voice lines done from like, uh, I don't know, Halo or, you know, other other games. And, and I was just sitting there like, huh, it's really cool. Uh, and it's just it's impressive work. Honestly, it's a lot of work too. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, so I guess that kind of intrigued me and here I am. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard work yet. Yeah, it pays off, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long have you been voice acting for? Uh, I'd say with my current activity, I'd say about a year. Uh, I technically started or tried starting uh, around late 2018, uh, early 2019, but for reasons, I kind of just went on hiatus. So I'd say technically a year, maybe a little over that. Yeah, I get that. A lot of work. No, yeah. Especially with school. That's the part. (laughs) Um, what did you originally want to be before voiceover artist? Uh, I actually wanted to be a graphic designer or photographer. Uh, I was really huge into, uh, huge into that stuff in like high school. Uh, but you know, uh, 
things changed in my brain. I'm like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I went, went through yeah. that phase a bunch of times. Like, oh, this, I want to be this, I want to be that. I want to be oh, yeah. so many stuff. But here, I, here we are in the, in the industry right here right now. Uh, what what were the obstacles that you endured during the uh, process of becoming a voiceover artist? That- uh, I'd say obstacles, time, time, <laughs> time is a huge <laughs> obstacle because it's like I there's so much like uh, of course there's like you know learning and and getting into the whole knowing how knowing what to do like the Volca exercises and all that stuff uh but all that really doesn't matter <laughs> in a sense because it's like well i mean it does matter but you have to wait you have to be very patient patience is a huge key thing and of course in a lot of work uh but for voiceovers especially because it's like you know you don't know if you're going to be you know if you're going to get your foot in the door tomorrow or in five years it, it really all depends yeah time is a very huge big thing for this industry because you want everything to be perfect right to right when it comes to not just voice acting but anything in this particular work like when it comes to even writing a script it takes time oh yeah <laughs> it's very very time consuming yet it all it'll all pay off in the end very much uh what kind of platform are you aiming to entertain more in the voice work like for example like film like movies shows gaming whatnot i'd say um platform oof because there's a few you know that i would love to like shoot off into the skies and like uh video games or or maybe dubs for anime but nah uh or like movies even but i'd say overall i'd say video games you know there's a lot of there's a huge market there and you know there's there's a lot you can do it's very huge video games nowadays i think was it because was it gta made gta 5 made more money in the first oh, yeah. week than movies like it's incredible i think it's made like hundreds of millions of dollars and it's like oh my god yeah. <laughs> so much money it's still going on today oh yeah very much and yet and they're already working they already announced the process of gta 6 which is incredible and i know that's going to take a very long time and patience but it'll all pay off again because of all the work to entertain us, people, gamers, whoever. Definitely. Uh, do you have a recording studio or recording equipment of some sort? Uh, I have. Yeah. yeah, I have recording equipment. Uh, I wish, <laughs> I wish I could have some like some beast stuff, like a like some ISO booths or, or whatever. But but you know, costing like thousands of dollars, it's time to get onto those. Uh, but yeah, I, I've got some you know, equipment for recording, like, you know, this microphone or like uh, an interface, uh, you know, some obviously some, you know, acoustic foam uh, to reduce all that stuff. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know, it requires some of that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it costs a lot. 
what voices can you uh, or continue? Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. What voices can you do? Ah, <laughs> uh, voices. Uh, in terms of just like normal range or just like in impressions or something like i guess impressions or normal range whatever like say uh, if you, yeah for like so for a lot of roles that i've had it sounds so like <laughs> like wow goodness uh but i can do like you know pretty high pitch stuff or like you know kind of low i i try to go as low as i can but that just sounds like a, a child trying to sound like an adult but <laughs> uh can you give us an example oh yeah uh so in, for the high pitch it's like oh my gosh i'm a young child it's crazy but then like for the like the lowest of it's like yeah i'm a i'm a i'm an old man or something you know he's pretty uh i, I pay taxes uh, it's pretty whack uh <laughs> but uh yeah for so there's that but uh it's like also accents and stuff is <laughs> uh you said impersonate who can you impersonate uh man for years there's like a when i was on like on xbox live on the 360 days like when i was a younger interesting child uh i would want to do like impressions and definitely one of the ones i've picked up a lot uh when i was in high school especially was hank uh, hank hill's voice from king of the hill i gosh dang it i love that voice so much i don't know why it's just great like i'll tell you what bobby i like propane and propane accessories it's fantastic something like that you know Here's a fun fact about that creator and voice actor. He or he majored in the science major, but he did not do anything with it. So he just animated, went to contests, and he won and started doing it at doing Partridge Card, Came the Hill, and Beavis and Butthead. It's pretty rad. I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, he he had he took all these classes but didn't do anything with it, which is crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest perk of being in this industry? Uh, I'd say for me, uh, although of course, you know, a lot of people could say like money, uh, but of course I'd be like, if you're really into the industry, uh, for me, I'd say it's the fun of it. I, I have a blast every time I'm doing a role or, you know, reading lines or something like that as a character, like serious or, or comedy, it really doesn't matter. Like I just, it's fun. It's f- phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's really fun doing them. Like you don't consider them work. Uh, right. I, I, I try not to look at it as work because I feel like if, if I see it as work, then it's going to be like, it's going to feel like a chore to do it. <laughs> and that's always kind of a, you know, work is no fun. Work is you're there, you're there just to get money and then, you know, pay all the, stuff that you need for your for your life uh but if you i don't know for me it's it's kind of a weird (laughs) it's kind of weird but uh i I see it as just a paid hobby is what i try to see it as which is technically work but uh, block the word work out of my brain it's a-okay it's 
so yeah uh i i don't necessarily see it as work but yeah i in due time it definitely could be uh get paid enough i could do enough <laughs> yeah i i remember reading financial book and i remember a quote from the chinese philosopher confucius if you choose a job that you enjoy doing you'll never work a day in your life and that, exactly. that's stuck in my head i love entertainment so here we yeah i love it i don't consider it work yeah it's a phenomenal quote <laughs> yeah um do you think the pandemic benefited voiceover artists or do you think it made things worse for them i'd say man it's kind of a mix of both really depending on who you are um for me personally i think it was kind of a benefit because it kind of gave me more time to to be able to do this stuff uh and to really be able to get into it more um but for uh maybe for more professional studios i maybe affected them a lot worse than others probably because you know studios and, and whatnot you have to worry about like getting uh like well-treated areas so or uh home studios so so the actors can get their stuff recorded in properly and whatnot and all that jazz so i don't know i think for me personally um no, it, it it helped it helped in a sense. It's kind of weird to think yeah. uh, from a pandemic, but I, yeah, I don't know. Would you say it's the same as being in the studio? What like you're doing it at home? But would you say it's uh, the same as uh, being in a recording studio in a legitimate studio? Would you say that? I I definitely wouldn't say that for sure. I because with a with an actual studio you know you'll have like other people there but like when i'm home i i'm just by myself and of course if i have live direction then well i'll, I'll probably be on a, a call or some sort um and they'll be telling me through you know my ears but i so yeah no it's definitely not the same uh honestly i prefer studio <laughs> myself but i i still enjoy it. i mean <laughs> yeah uh have you had any work recently uh honestly because uh for me I, i'm kind of still a little new at this so i can't say i've had a lot of work uh, necessarily uh recently i've been getting a bit more uh paid jobs lucky me uh <laughs> but uh so yeah I, I guess a little bit of work yeah oh, that's good uh if you were given the opportunity to do voice work and motion capture would you take it if it gets to that point that would probably mean it's a paid job so i'll take it <laughs> yeah i feel like not only are you being the speech for the speechless but you're buying the action for the actionless i would say oh yeah yeah when game wise i would say yeah uh do you believe voice performers voiceover performers are starting to evolve in this in the entertainment business i think so yeah like you know a lot th a lot of a lot has changed uh you know since like the 70s 80s 90s and so on and so forth and you know, I think a lot of acting has really improved for a lot of people. Um, 
said a lot so many times oh my gosh uh <laughs> but yeah no it's definitely evolved it's it's pretty crazy like you know you you meet so many different people and everything is so different <laughs> it's awesome you know and there's also of course you know it's it's become a lot more diverse and as well uh and uh getting a lot more uh different you know voices from a lot of different people from all over the place and it's it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah it's very very good that and even, i think anyone could do it right anyone oh, yeah. could be a voice actor i think anyone could be a voice actor given the right circumstances yeah. uh if, especially if if they really care about it if they if if you don't care about what you're doing and if you just kind of slack off you just read the line then you're probably not going to get much anywhere but uh but i think anyone can be a voice actor of course with that in mind as well as if you have a great director you know i think those are uh directors are so important um for obviously for voice acting and just normal acting in general uh so yeah have a good director and have a good motivation for it yeah it's like uh do you think celebrities like regular celebrities that start in live action films are doing a good job in like voice over gigs like chris pratt in the lego movie for example oh yeah he did a he did a good job you know a phenomenal job um i i think it's like in terms of like uh for a lot of actors in general um for live actors of course uh coming to the voiceover business uh some do better than others uh, i can't exactly give any uh <laughs> any names because i just but uh yeah I, like it's cool it's really cool to see some of these uh these big names and coming over to voiceovers but it's kind of like it kind of hits in a certain way not to not to say that i'm like oh less work for me <laughs> but uh it's it's more of like i don't know it's less opportunities for a lot of people but at the same time it's i guess it's kind of expanding uh like seeing more like these newer faces and that kind of uh helps some people uh get inspired uh to become voice actors themselves maybe and so that would bring more people so i think it's both a positive and a negative and it's, it's yeah <laughs> Uh, I remember a video game that had a bunch of celebrities, and that was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas with Samuel mm -hmm. Jackson, James Woods, uh, David Cross, and yeah, and two guys. I forgot their names, but they were in the Friday movies with Ice Cube. And, right, yeah. Yeah, it's very crazy. Yeah, I think that's very rare to see that they would be in them, too, like in video games in general like celebrities um like well i already asked but like do you consider it work yeah i no i <laughs> yeah like i just like i said uh no i i i don't consider this work it's just pure fun for me yeah it's very fun um would you say you get freedom being a voiceover artist, like getting creative freedom? It depends on the on the director, I'd say, uh, or on whoever is whoever has the most control or whatever. Uh, 
because sometimes you you get like all the freedom in the world to do whatever you want with any line, any any voice uh, for, of course, for what you're casted as. Um, and sometimes you get absolutely no freedom and it's kind of like, OK, well, I guess I'll just read the lines they tell me to read and how to read them. But it doesn't feel all that great sometimes uh like there's this one project i had to do um where the of course not to name any names but the director was very serious about like getting everything exactly the way that he wanted um in exactly the way he wanted it to sound um and that's fine and all but like i don't know it's it's such a it can be of course, I think that could be both a positive and a negative, just like everything. Um, like the the positive of that being like, you know, if, if the director knows what they're doing and they and they do it well, then, you know, then you'll get a great product in the end. But uh, but if the director doesn't know what they're doing, then, well, it's going to sound a little doo doo. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I prefer a kind of a mix of both, you know, having yeah. having both a lot of freedom, but at the same time, a director saying, hey, you know, that's great, but could you try this instead? You know, how a director should act, <laughs> their job, you know, is just direct. So, like, what was this platform for the, that the director was aiming for, like TV or? Like, uh, for YouTube, for like online oh. stuff. Oh, oh, I think it went overboard. Yeah. I feel like yeah, with, uh, with film, <laughs> uh, it take you want everything to be perfect with film oh, because yeah. everyone in the world watches movies. And, oh yeah, yeah. But I feel like with TV, you get a lot more creative freedom. Would you agree on that? Uh, I haven't personally been anything that's on TV, uh, but from what I've seen, it definitely seems that way. Yeah. Uh, of course, I have to look it up a bit more to have to provide a full-on answer but yeah it, it yeah it seems that way <laughs> yeah very much so um do you care who you voice as like do you care like if you voice a guy or a girl anything like that do you care at all uh uh yeah yeah i i i do care in a sense um of course, like depending on the role, uh, I I'd like to make sure what role I'm, <laughs> what role is there before I actually like take it or, or uh, before I actually do it, um, like not in the sense of guy or girl because of course you got those like silly roles where like a dude's voice on a grandma or something yeah. like that, like that that's hilarious. <laughs> so I yeah no I definitely do something like that, but in terms of like uh, it some roles that are a bit sketchy or uh that lean up layer on a bit of or the line in a sense like maybe it's a bit offensive or something like that then yeah i i i try to be i probably shouldn't but i i try to be a little bit picky about uh the roles that i take yeah uh bob's burgers does a bunch of it like with male actors uh being in as female characters playing as female characters yeah. Yeah. And the famous one, the popular one, is Teen. Well, they're basically the main characters. It's Tina Belcher and Linda Belcher. 
crazy. And oh, yeah. like I mentioned before, Tara Strong doing these male characters like Timmy Turner, Ben 10. It's insane. Um, are there any tips that you have been given for being a voiceover artist? Tips? Uh, well, I guess kind of to add on to what I was talking about earlier uh, a little bit, but to have motivation, if you if you really want to do voiceovers, then go for it. But if you, of course, if you if you dip your toes a little, but then like, nah, it's all right. It's not you're not going to get anywhere. I, I think if you really work hard, if you really keep pushing yourself and, you know, go further, stay consistent, make a routine, of course, all that stuff, uh, do vocal exercises and whatnot, just the main thing that I, I definitely say is just, you know, if you want to do it, then do it. Yeah. <laughs> try to stay on that path. Like, don't don't veer off, because if you veer off too much, then you it's going to be a hell of a hard time to come back. Would you give that same advice to someone who's starting off as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all about taking risks, right? And Indeed. Very. Yeah, I remember speaking to a screenwriter um, back before, and he said, the, I asked him, what was the best creative advice you've uh, been given? And he said, and he said, that was a tr that's a tricky question. And that advice has to be like, is uh, like put it, just putting your draft out, out there and not just risk it. And because even though he doesn't do it, he just, he does recommend it. Just put it out there. Like, if you have something that sounds good, just do it. Just put it out there. Like, just risk it. And because we got, like, a short life and might as well just risk it, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's all, I think that's what it's all about in this business. Just risking it all and giving out ideas as much as you can. Yeah. Mm. Is there a character that you've been impressed by that you've voiced yourself? Uh, oof. I'd say, so, okay, there's this online, like, kind of, it's a, it's a machinima. Um, so not a lot of credit, <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a show called Crossroads and I, I love it to death. It's, it's probably one of my favorite things I've ever voiced for. And, I'd say the main reason for that is is the character uh, that I was you know playing Hutch. Uh, he, I was super impressed by the the writing for Hutch. You know, seeing how he he changes throughout the show, and it's 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 just great. <laughs> it's awesome. I had a blast voice in it, and I you know I enjoyed his his the the roller coaster that was the ride of the story, and you know, so yeah, I'd say that one <laughs> definitely the most. Oh. yeah it's very it's the, like do you feel like you you are that character when you are voicing him oh yeah i uh i felt yeah i i tried to what am i trying to say <laughs> uh i i definitely felt like i was i was touched at certain moments and and i just <laughs> and it's it that, that's like the best moment when you can get into a character so well uh, that you just start believing that you are them. Yeah. Of course, 
you don't want to go too far because yeah. then you'll just start losing your mind. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Like you forget who you are. Now you're this new person. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> there's a line that you don't want to cross. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you had good chemistry with this character overall? Oh, yeah. I, I think I did. Yeah. Um, he was a very kind of a he kind of was very not uh he was very depressed (laughs) (laughs) and uh i'd say with the way he acted and and how you know how he grew and it just really i just felt that (laughs) it was ah man i i don't even know how to like explain it all but it's it i just yeah I, I would definitely like the chemistry was definitely there. I I felt like, you know, some of the things that he was feeling, I was that he was going through. It's like, man, that that's that hits <laughs> that hits hard. Yeah. Like, what would you say you both have in common? Uh, hmm. I'd say that we both have the uh the will to continue uh in common because it's like you know i don't want to stop voice acting anytime soon and he didn't want to stop living anytime soon (laughs) so uh i'd say yeah no definitely to the will to just move on and just to to continue with life uh is i'd say that's that's what we have in common (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great i think that's what makes a good voice actor that you actually that the voice actor actually connects with the character they're voicing. Oh yeah. Uh, is there a character you're having a hard time voice connecting to? Hmm. Oh man. All right. Uh... I I know that definitely is a character, but I just can't remember for the life of me the the name of the anything. Uh. But yeah. No. I I've had some hard times. Uh. Some like getting into character with some voices but uh it, it happens unfortunately i mean sometimes there's a character that you think that oh this will be great but then you start voicing it's like oh no this isn't great uh <laughs> and yeah. yeah like sometimes you just have to take certain measures to to try to get into character maybe uh i don't know maybe if there's a certain scene where that voice and that character is doing a very specific thing or like let's just say they're super out of breath or something like that uh get super out of breath problem solved <laughs> uh but in terms of like like getting feeling the chemistry with with certain characters it's hard like it's difficult like uh, again i can't remember any specific roles but uh but yeah there's some characters that i just don't feel it i I just i'm just not feeling this one chief uh but you know i i still try my best still try to try to sound as good as i can and and act as well as i can uh with that with the role that i'm given no matter what and so you do any characters as long as the strips could what you would say yeah yeah if the script is good, then, uh, then yeah, of course. <laughs> if it's not good, well, I mean, sometimes I'll give it a 
try because maybe it's my brain telling me it's not good, but it's actually phenomenal because sometimes my brain does that. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I try my best to try to avoid like not great scripts, but I, I, I would do them here and there uh, just because why not, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoy having a good script. Well, well-written scripts are the best. If you if uh, if you have a script writer and a director that knows what they're doing, then you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> great. Um, last question: Where do you see yourself in ten years? In ten years, uh, gosh, I'd say uh, I'd see myself in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> see myself uh, getting up there and uh, you know moving where some of the businesses. Uh, of course, there's like New York and L.A. and uh, and whatnot. But uh, with some of the, you know, some of the business that I want to get into, uh, you know, that being in Texas, I, yeah, I can see myself getting up there. And the, of course, when exactly within 10 years, I have no idea. But uh, here's hoping. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I can definitely see myself, uh, you know, still staying at this because I mean, I've, I've been doing this for, you know, for over a year now, so. I, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. Yeah. Thank you, meet Hank Hill there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much. Uh, like, uh, thank you for being on the show with us today, Brock. And really means a lot. Thank you for telling us your experience, the process of it all. And uh, thank you all watching, all listeners for listening to KP Radio. This is Tony Guardado and for the host of World Entertainment, and we'll see you all later. Bye bye.